This podcast contains strong adult content, probably crude language, and general fuckery. So put those kids away. <laughs> Get them out of here. Good evening. A landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortion. Huge increases in sexually transmitted diseases. Transgender rights is a fundamental human right. There is a right to marriage equality. I repeat, speaking to you from the steps of the Supreme Court, there is a right to marriage equality. Should sex education be taught to our kids? Rolling back contraceptive coverage for women. To make sure that women get the health care that they need. So we've got a lot of work in front of us. Thank you very much. history that's what we are here i'm robin i'm Lacey, and frisky history is a podcast series all about whatever we want to talk about mainly mm. uh reproductive health mm. uh all kinds of sex stuff mm-hmm. that uh has happened through history that mm-hmm. makes us upset mm-hmm. uh and that's it so yeah. get ready to rage here we go because it's always something. Last week was great, though. The phone sex one. I had a lot of fun with that one. Good. But um, Thank you. And it was definitely, it was a good uh, reminder that not everything is awful in the history of the world. I mean, there's still, like, bad parts of it. Right. But, like, definitely overall fun. <laughs> I mean, enjoy it, because... Mm-hmm. I make no promises for next week. Yeah. Oh, boy. It'll be fine. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a beautiful weekend here in Seattle. We're yeah. staying inside. <laughs> we're enjoying it by looking outside the window. And we're like, wow, beautiful outside. <laughs> what a so great day to stay inside. Just going <laughs> to sit inside and look at it. Have you? What, what kind of content have you been... <laughs> ingesting this week (laughs) um i've been ingesting okay so don't at me but i watched that netflix show you that literally everyone is talking about i've never heard of it here's the thing where am i it's awful (gasps) no one i mean some people (gasps) seem to agree with me some Mm. people seem to disagree with me very much Mm. i think it's terrible it's about a guy, so it's um, boo <laughs> already bad start. <laughs> it's a guy that was in Gossip Girl, which I never watched. Um, uh-huh. Penn Bagley, I believe, is his name. He <laughs> is a dude in the show who s- sees a woman, then starts to stalk her online, then mm. starts to stalk her in person, and mm. then proceeds to make her his girlfriend on and on and you know it goes it, obviously twists and turns mm, it's i don't i didn't like it i watched it all because i wanted to be able to argue that it was bad mm, knowing yeah i wanted to it. have a full well-rounded <laughs> argument about how bad it was i didn't want to be like i watched two episodes and it sucks and then they're like no no but you have to get you the, to like, episode it. six uh, is, like, the best. Everything changes. No, it didn't. No. It did not. It I can't confirm. <laughs> it's just mm. overall badly written. Yeah. There's there's tons of plot holes. And it's just fucking stupid. And none of the characters <laughs> are real. They're, like, it's, like, when you take a stereotype of man bun fucking... Mm-hmm. 
artisanal soda guys. That's a real character in this show. It's like when you take that stereotype and it's literally all, it's just like, oh, let's just make fun of this stereotype of this person, but let's not actually make them a real person like everyone else who, you know, because we're three-dimensional and we're actual humans and we have other thoughts than like our lame (laughs) trends that we like to follow. Like, get out of your own ass. Don't at me. This is your platform. It's a shitty show and it sucked and I watched it all. And it'll probably get a second season because I viewed it and everyone else did. <laughs> all they all gave it good views. <laughs> God damn it. So that's my, that was oh, one man. big thing that I consumed that I was just like... Pfft. And then I also started watching... Um, I was home by myself Friday, so I got a lot of stuff in. Oh, good. Because um, I also work from home, so it was just like <gasps> I had yes. some playing in the background. Oh, yeah. It's and I started... Uh, Good Girls, which is definitely like a network show that just got hmm. the first season got put on Netflix. Honestly, it's about as good as a network show mm. gets, but um, I really want to see Christina Hendricks bang a Hispanic dude in it. I think they're both really hot, and I'm <laughs> so like, I'm hanging in so there. much sexual <laughs> tension. So I'm really just hanging in it because I just want to see, I want to see that relationship happen, and that's all, that's all I'm in it for. Yeah, they're, they have maybe so many they're scenes like, this where I'm just like, got. kiss, 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 kiss. Yeah, I and hope they bang for your sake. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you? What kind oh. of content have you hmm. been consuming? I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I don't know if you've heard. Is that like um, a full visual medium? Type full of thing? on, no sound. No sound. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're so funny. <laughs> Fuck, it's Ugh. so funny. <laughs> so good. Um, but I've been listening to this podcast called Mormon and the Meth Head, which is Whoa. exactly what it sounds like, where it's like these two comedians who are good friends started this podcast to talk about how different their upbringings were because one guy used to be Mormon and the other, this girl, used to be uh, meth head. So it's really interesting. They get into these really existential conversations, but it's also, I mean, they're comedians, so it's really dark but really funny. Uh, So I recommend it. Um, And then uh, Nicole Nicole Byer's show... Um, why won't you date me? Why won't you date it's me? It's so funny. It's so fucking good. Just, should we start over? Yeah, I feel like nothing I'm saying is really interesting. So. Okay, just cut it out to the part where you're like, hey, how are you doing? And I'll go find. Maybe and then... I shouldn't talk about other people's content on our own podcast. I don't, I don't know. know. But, uh, okay, well, that was a disaster. It's okay. <laughs> should I start? them all. Should I start? Should I, I edit should start. a lot of that and then just jump right in? Yep. I think that um, sounds very good. Like heavily <laughs> edited. Let's not let these people know who we are. Yeah. And We're, all of our bad sides. Let's talk about something. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about something from history. That I have planned here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this isn't really like a big reveal, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm just going to. Right off the bat. That's totally You're going to know. Are you ready? always have to be. I'm ready. So we're going to talk about the history of male birth control. Oh, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. So did you know that scientists have been promising like a birth control pill for men for like decades? Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I I even wrote here, I wrote, if yes, fuck you, I didn't know. If no, same. (laughs) Good to know. So, so fuck you. I didn't know. Actually, I actually also don't know if I answered that verbally or if I just nodded my head at you. 
I yeah, did know. You did I know. did know about this. I do. I don't. I don't know like a ton about <laughs> it. I've just always kept up. I've always mm. read articles when they come out because they come out every you know every couple months. There'd be yeah. something else about the male birth control. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, and you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting <sighs> idea. I feel. No matter what happens with it, I'm going to say this before I even know that much about it in mm-hmm. detail. Mm-hmm. This is the opinion I have based on nothing. <laughs> that even if it became like a widespread thing that was widely available, I just don't know if I trust men to take it regularly. That's because great, we're still the ones that have to be the whole bearer of the children. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a huge part of it is like men don't face the risk the of becoming consequ- pregnant, yeah, it's pregnant. Like, like they face the risk of getting someone else pregnant right so that much less much of a easier to just walk away from yeah much easier to not have to be the one to make the call if you don't want it yeah to decide to do something that could there will yep. probably most definitely change your life forever yes like get an abortion yeah it's not easy and even if you support it and even if you're good with it yeah. and you and it's a it's like a thing that you're like i'm not gonna be ashamed it's not, you know, it's you're still, still nervous. It's still such a hard decision to make. It's a yeah. hard thing to do, and yeah. it should be safe and legal. Yes. But it's never going to be an easy thing, no matter no. what people think. It's never an easy, it can't be. And yeah. And that's my, and yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and even if the dude does stick around, it's like, you don't have to go through the whole process of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So. There's really not a huge risk there for men. Um, So we can start off with a quote. Um, Men are just weenies. They are unwilling to do anything that might either make it less fun or put them at any kind of risk when it comes to birth control. And that is a quote from Art Kaplan, who is a medical ethicist. Uh, He also said the history of birth control has almost always focused on women, Mm -hmm. women, uh, whether it's barriers, IUDs and diaphragms. Um, It's reflected in the science, which is dominated by men. Mm -hmm. Mm. So there is so much socially that goes into this as well. Obviously, I love that that quote started with calling men weenies. Men are just weenies. They are weenies. Let's just put that out there. And amen to the rest of it. I think I'm going to start every conversation with that. Even if it has nothing to do, like, you know, men are just weenies. Um, I'm going to go walk the dog. Yeah. Uh, can I get a McDouble and a small fry? Men are weenies. Men, just, <laughs> men are weenies. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to push that agenda. So let's go back to 1954, um, where, so we did, I, I know we did an episode about the pill. Did we? Or Oh, fuck. I, like, I should have looked it up, but I didn't. And so some of this might be a little mm. redundant, mm. but it's good to get some context before we talk about... Yeah, I did... I don't remember. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah, so I think there's there's parts of this that we haven't talked about yet. So we can obviously go further into them in the future, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for now... Um, just for some context. Uh, so these two scientists, Gregory Pincus and Dr. John Rock, started working on the birth control pill um, in 1954. They got their funding from a philanthropist named Catherine McDor- Mc- McCormick. Uh, and like, so also to see like who we're working with here, this is a quote from Gregory Pincus, one of the scientists from 1967 after the pill hit the market. 
<clears throat> quote, I am against women having sexual freedom. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> it's Ooh. so good. What a quote. To, I mean, like a little conflict of interest there. If you could just be more clear. <laughs> you're just, you're making something to help uh, women yeah. have sexual freedom and you're against it. If. It feels maybe like you're not the right guy for that. Um, feels like maybe you should devote yourself to something else. Yeah, I think <sighs> is the better thing there. Yeah. Something that you don't hate, <laughs> even though it has nothing to do with you. So I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm against it. Uh, so this is what he said in a 1967 interview, and he went on to say, but I hasten to add that I am... Ha- hasten. Haston. Haston. Hasten. To add... I think you were right the first time. Ahem. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, men are weenies. He adds... <laughs> we all know it. He adds, I am also opposed to sexual freedom among men. Oh, okay. Uh, so he just doesn't want so anybody like, to have it. Equal opportunity uh, on the lack of sexual freedom that we're all not allowed to have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it his... oddly doesn't make me feel better about him. No, I feel... I still kind of dislike him a lot. Yeah. Okay. So he created the pill more or less because it would answer a scientific question, not a social one. So that's kind of his motivation behind all of it, which is, I don't know. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) I I guess I still am glad he did it. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Well... So let's, we can talk about Catherine McCormick, who funded this. Uh, she was also kind of shitty. <laughs> oh, no. She wrote in a letter to the two scientists that she, quote, wanted a cage full of ovulating females to experiment with. Oh, girl. Um, okay. Whoa. A evil. That is some evil villain shit. To write, to put that in writing is like... <laughs> You had time to think about that. I do feel you could phrase that better. Oh, man. Like, ovulating do they need females? to be captives? <laughs> and oh, just, my God. like, I think experiment on? Mm-hmm. Also not a great way to put that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Pretty shitty. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So, don't love her either. Yeah, cool. not not a great group. But, uh, so they started doing trials in Boston um, in... Uh, 1954, uh, without the permission of the patients that they were testing on. Uh. Uh, So they usually got permission from the patient's families. Mm. They conducted uh, this under the guise of learning about the pill's tranquilizing effects. Uh Um, I'm concerned about that, but okay, let's keep going. I know, it still doesn't sound great. (laughs) Um, And they were testing this on both men and women at a mental institution. Um, So... okay. Yeah, Karen, I don't go know. For it. I feel like I have questions. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So, do they know what the pill is doing, biologically speaking? The patients? No, the doctors. They have an idea of what they want it to do at this point. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, Giving it to a man does not, like, it doesn't... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be But they are totally just like, different... we don't totally know that yet. Right. It seems a little <laughs> just willy-nilly for a scientific yeah. experiment, where they're just yeah, like, ah, great. give me 
same group of ovulating females, men, women. Yeah. Just throwing it in everybody's mouth. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and it's, it's like this feels so scary. This does not feel official enough. It it doesn't yeah. feel legit. It feels like you're just yeah. kinda like poking things and seeing what happened. I and, don't like it. Yeah, and like the fact that they're doing it at a mentalist institution is like, oh, we can test on these people <laughs> and like no yeah, one like will say lesson. anything. Mm, okay. Um, so also behind this um, was Margaret Sanger. Ah, uh, founder of Planned Parenthood. Exactly. Um, so she was all for the pill. Yeah. And she kind of was the one who got these scientists together to do this. Um, and at this point, she was in her 80s. And she was, like, furious. Uh, <laughs> not even because of all the unethical stuff. Like, it, it was that she wanted the pill to be a woman-only option. Hmm. The side effects for men weren't that different uh, from the side effects for women. There were some, like, nausea, complaints about libido, augmented breast size. And as soon as Sanger found out that they were uh, testing it on men, they, she shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, quote, we're not... Uh, paying you to do research for men we're only interested in women interesting um, so the reason uh she wanted it to be a woman only option um uh jonathan Eag wrote he did he's the author of this book called the birth of the pill um and he wrote that the point was control women had to be the ones in control otherwise they would still be reliant on men i get i kind of get that yeah, because it, I I can totally see it from both yeah, angles yeah. where it's like men, you need to take responsibility as well. But also, but like a, I feel like that's something you'd have to change at like a cultural societal level. Mm-hmm. As, whereas women will take them and be yeah. in control of their own lives, which is always good. Also, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're putting the burden of it solely on women, allowing yeah. men to then just like fuck around fuck with off. shit, like yeah. I mean, I would be curious how much that would even be connected to, like, men. Like, mm, I feel like we've all been there where it's just, like, dude, you know, dudes are dicks. And sometimes they'll try to, like, ooh, sneakily take off the condom. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, that's yeah, the kind that... of things that happen when they don't feel any responsibility. Yeah, exactly. So... And, like, women also wanted a way to kind of secretly protect themselves yeah. in case stuff like that That's happened. True. And, like, it's interesting. You can definitely see it from both angles. But um, so back to the scientist. After they published uh, their findings on the experiments, there was a lot of religi- religious, cultural, and legal lashback. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, get this shit out of here. Um, so they went to Puerto Rico to do testing there. Uh, the laws were much more liberal there, and there was a dense population of poor, une- uneducated local women, um, and they could get away with a lot more, basically. Oh. <sighs> yeah, and <laughs> like the local government expressed that birth control would be needed to slim down the population just because of how you know overcrowded it was. Okay, problematic. <sighs> yeah. But uh, after a year of these tests, scientists found the pill to be 100% effective, but 17% of the participants experienced intense and sustained nausea, dizziness, headaches, stomach pain, and vomiting. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, those are problems. <sighs> so then there was like a local doctor named Dr. Idris Rice Ray who warned the scientist duo that like the side effects made the drug unacceptable, but Rock and Pincus were like, whatever, and they were like, they argued that bloating and nausea were minor and the benefits outweighed the harm. 
three women died during the trial, and the links to the study were not investigated. <laughs> Fucked. Fucked. Man, what a rough start. Yeah, to turbulent. So many of us rely on yeah. every day. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird to learn where this stuff started and like how it, you know, it's still. I mean, the pill has these all these side effects that are, you know, should be deemed unacceptable. But yeah, but um, I mean, the people working on them is a guy who thinks that neither women or men should have sexual freedom, and mm-hmm. a woman who's like ovulating females in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess yeah, it's a little I, intense. I kind of understand why they don't have the highest regard for human life and um, yeah, suffering that we might be going through. And they're just like, whatever. I gave you, you, yeah. I gave you what you asked for. It's, it's not my science. fault that you're like <laughs> sick now. Ooh, yeah, big of course. whoop. <laughs> oh my god. Well, cool. Okay, they're dicks, but okay. They are. They are dicks. And then in 1960, um, the pills are approved for use among American women. Um, rates of women attending college, filling open jobs, and climbing the corporate ladder began to skyrocket. Um, Some researchers saw the success as a great reason to develop more options like an alternative for men birth control, uh, male birth control. But, um, I mean, it is the sense of, like, taking control of your body, Mm -hmm. taking control of your life, your sexual freedom, et cetera. Taking some fear away from, like, one aspect of life might help it. You mm-hmm. know, that feels really good. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They're so telling. Maybe they wanted to <laughs> get rid of the fear of doing other things. Mm-hmm. Like succeeding. Yeah. Taking over the world. Yeah. Let's do that. Being boss-ass bitches. That yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, 1972, after a Chinese clinical trial in which 8,806 men took uh, gossip pills... Uh, that's, I mean, like, there's just so many things in here that I don't, that I don't know. I don't know what the hell gospel is. Gossipol. Uh. I've never heard of that either. Sure, yeah. It's, but apparently it successfully reduced sperm counts, but also caused worrisome side effects. Um, and a doctor, Coutinho, presented his findings at the 1974 World Population Conference, uh, and he was shouted down by an audience of mostly women who said, who he says were determined to not determined not to relinquish control to a birth control option aimed at men. Mm. Which is I mean, interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because I feel like even if that came out, it's still it's not like they're going to take away your birth. I mean, maybe they were scared they'd take away yeah. women's birth control because men do seem to get you know <laughs> more. <laughs> just in and general. then they're like you yeah. know now we can take away your birth control because the ladies ladies the men have it under control we're gonna handle it you don't need this anymore back. we're helping you from being huge sluts yeah you're welcome give us your birth control like that maybe that's what they were afraid of. i mean yeah that's i mean that's a valid thing to worry about um i guess so yeah at this i'll be honest my first reaction was that seems like kind of crazy because you could just keep taking your birth control but i guess at this point in time women really don't have a lot of rights yeah you know and those rights are always under threat exactly (laughs) yeah yeah so um in in 1986 the world health organization deemed gossipal 
uh, unacceptable as an anti-fertility drug due in large part to evidence that it was toxic to rats and monkeys okay. and carried a 25% like an chance issue. of irreversible ster- uh, sterility. Okay, yeah, so. that's also issue. <laughs> so I get it. Like, fine, whatever. Okay. Um, Makes sense as to why that didn't just take over. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and also people were basically like, why bother making a male pill when the female pill is already so successful and drug manufacturers were making a fortune, so why fuck with that? Uh, yeah, okay. So there, there wasn't, still isn't a huge rush because it's like, this is already working. We're mm-hmm. making a fortune. Um, NPR science correspondent Rob Stein said that biologically it's harder to create a male birth control pill. Um, women produce one egg a month while men are producing millions of sperm constantly. Mm. Fair. Um, but whatever, just like get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with women, you can take advantage of their normal monthly cycle with the birth control pill and there's nothing equivalent to that in men. Mm. Um, I get it. I mean, I get, mm-hmm. I get that argument. Yeah, it's a different body, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> different things happening in that region. It's true. Uh, It'd be less of an issue if it didn't cause such a lack of responsibility for men, allowing yeah. them to then, therefore, henceforth, be weenies. <laughs> but I get it. I get where the scientific complications come in. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Our bodies are better. Uh, Suck know, it. But also, it's 2019. Let's let's go. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> so, uh, or if you're not going to make birth control free and an over-the-counter yeah, drug and hello. available for everyone, hello. And also, you know, tampons too. I'm tired of paying for them. Yeah. I'm tired of having to buy them and pay tax on them. D- did I ask for this? Did I ask for that? No. No. Give them to but us for free. But if you don't free. buy it, what the hell are you going to do? It's, it's like, true. It's true. Both of them should become just free. And legal, good quality. And condoms. Good quality free. Just give give everything. it all out for free then. Because <laughs> I'm sick of it. Those are your two options. If you exactly. don't want to do any more scientific work on it, then fine. Yeah. Let all women have so birth fun. control. Yeah. Ew. Ugh. Not ew at that. Just ew at how we still have to pay for tampons. <laughs> it's a travesty. Just give us our fucking feminine products. Yeah. You know? And fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Let my insurance cover it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Something. Fuck. <sighs> fuck. Um, so, even though, you know, uh, Bodies are different, whatever. Sure, uh, a sure. male, <laughs> a male hormonal contraceptive apparently works in a similar way as the female version. Mm-hmm. It, it targets the uh, production of sperm in the text test. <laughs> testicles the testicles uh which is directly related to testosterone levels in the body and once sperm are lowered to a specific number per millimeter of semen pregnancy becomes nearly impossible uh basically if you reduce the amount of testosterone being produced in the text the te- oh, fuck testicles just call them balls we all know what you mean in the balls in, right in yeah, those right? why balls. am i even saying testicles That's you're so not gross. a scientist <laughs> You know, just call them what they are. The berries. The berries. The balls. Testosterone Mm, in the berries. Low-hanging fruit. I don't know what they, what, I don't know names for them. I'm sorry. I don't have any. 
Nuts. Ew. Nuts. Ew. Ew. Um, <laughs> so gross. Stop it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> if you reduce the amount of testosterone uh, being produced in the balls, mm-hmm. the amount of sperm being produced goes down as well. Okay. So I think we can all follow that. As in, I low can. testosterone, <laughs> low sperm count. Got it. Got it. Um, so. So scientists in the 1990s started giving men testosterone orally, which essentially tricked the brain into thinking that the body already had plenty of testosterone, so the body would stop producing testosterone. Okay. Um, removing the high testosterone environment sperm needed to mature in the balls. Uh, is there an effective percentage there? Because like birth control is like 99.9? Right. So... I don't know, uh-huh. but this this experiment was scrapped because uh. Um, uh, because here it is. There we go. <laughs> Testosterone uh, when it's given orally, uh-huh. uh, it has a very short half life in the body, meaning mm. that two or three daily doses are necessary. Uh, God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> And earlier studies also found that while testosterone alone effectively reduced sperm counts in 60% of men, there's a number, um, when they added progestin, which I believe is in the female birth control pill, as Mm -hmm. well as Mm -hmm. estrogen, because I'm a scientist. Um, (laughs) Excuse excuse us. Not to brag. I'm sorry, have you guys met Robin MD? I'm Dr. (laughs) Robin. Just give me a call. I'll... (laughs) diagnose you because i'm a scientist <laughs> because i'm a scientist <laughs> i'm a scientist doctor it's a long story she's also just, a veterinarian yeah so let I her mean, talk to your dogs it's just a hobby <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a side hustle <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is a year of side hustles i've deter- i've decided hell yeah i'm doing it yes i'm making my side hustles shine Gotta- yes they're going to be a spam. high priority. Yes, I agree. I know. There's there's little fruit flies there's in here. Bug Bitch. On my nose. Bitches. Um, that was really aggressive. Yeah, it was aggressive. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat a raisin. Okay. <laughs> to, to cleanse the palate. That's <laughs> <laughs> all this talk about balls. <laughs> Bitches. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so when they added progestin... Mm-hmm. Uh, it became an almost universally effective contraceptive, just like the female pill. And I wrote it here. God, which contains both progestin and estrogen. Yep. Okay. Hello. Trust yourself. You're a scientist, Robin. Let's go. <laughs> Never question yourself, scientist, Robin. <laughs> You're a professional. Uh, so, but for the men, that meant administering two different hormones, potentially via injected injection multiple times a day. So hmm. they were over it. They were like, no. Can't Men give myself a shot multiple times never. a day. Okay. I don't really trust them to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like you said oh. in the beginning, like mm-hmm. I don't really trust them to Mm-mm. do anything when they can't pick up their socks off the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yeah. personal. Oh, what what is this? Specific. A toilet seat left up? Okay. Funny. It would have killed you to just like set that back down. <laughs> and then they're like, well, women should leave the toilet seat up for men. Because <laughs> okay. the You risk big falling in, duh. you don't, okay? <laughs> you risk nothing by having to put it up and put it back down. God. I don't want to hear it. 
I don't want to fucking hear it. You've never felt the fear so and angry. disgust of touching the part of the toilet that you're not supposed to touch. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like. Nasty. Nasty motherfucker. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> um, with your piss. Um, okay. In right. 2016. <laughs> yes. God, I hate myself. Oh, we're... There was... <laughs> 2016. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. I'm just like... We're, I feel like we, we're... Yeah, I know. I kind of blew through the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, get in line, didn't we all? Because, like, there was testing on, on men <laughs> kind of happening throughout. Uh, when I said testing on men, I just imagined, like... Make, testing makeup on men like instead of like <laughs> like no no men were harmed through <laughs> um, this process <laughs> oh man um so yeah testing kept happening and nothing really stuck and then um in 2016 <laughs> you know forever later uh there was a study conducted where doctors gave patient, patients shots that contained two hormones and it actually uh, knocked down their sperm count significantly. Mm. Uh, but two committees were playing, were paying close attention to the study and realized that a lot of guys were dropping out because they were experiencing side effects. And the most common side effect was acne. And sometimes that acne was pretty severe. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Okay, I mean, d- d- <laughs> are they aware that we still do have side effects from birth control, right? Like, uh, you sometimes someone will take... One form of contraceptive, it'll mm-hmm. cause issues, and then they'll quit taking it, mm-hmm. and all of them because they don't realize they just need to find the right the one, right one. Exactly. for their body. Yes, but like that doesn't mean that we're just taking them over here and we're not getting nothing. We're not experiencing mm. anything from it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh my god, why are we always the ones that are like, yeah, I got some acne, I'll deal with it. It's I fine. I'm not going to burden the rest of the world with my yeah. my problem. I'll just bury it deep down yeah. and I'll struggle through life. And then talk about it on my podcast. And then talk about it on my <laughs> podcast and call men weenies. Yeah. But it's, whatever. Uh, it's fucked. I remember okay. their um, a quick story, but I remember yes. like my first boy or second boyfriend, I guess. It's so hard to keep track. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's just been so many. <laughs> but, uh, I was on birth control, and I remember learning that one of the side effects was a decreased libido. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, that must be it. That must be why you don't want to have sex with me. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's got to be it. So I remember like changing pills and doing mm-hmm. all these things mm-hmm. until I realized, nope. honey, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit, it's not me. Just don't want to. you. Yeah, with you, actually. Where? I think what I need to switch out is boyfriends. Mm. Take that to the doctor. Yep. Be like, give me, prescribe <laughs> I, me so this a breakup. Is him. Like, <laughs> can you just tell him? What are my other options? Like, how, I mean, what else can I have? <laughs> I, mean, I just don't feel this is right for my body. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I do wish I could have taken him to the doctor and the doctor would have been like, here's here's the issue here with <laughs> your relationship. Here's a prescription for uh, a new one. quick breakup. Because <laughs> God, that was drawn out. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. You just push it way deep down. Yeah. You don't even think about it. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting, something you have to deal with. I think... How the world, it's like 
even evolution knew we were better excuse mm. me <laughs> for saying so but because so like <laughs> men's sex drives go down as they age and women's go up mm-hmm. so it's like they knew we were like okay we don't want to waste our younger years when no one knows what they're doing yeah i'm wanting it a lot and yeah. then not wanting it later when you've actually learned <laughs> So we're going to be smart about it. We're going to be like, not that much. Who don't, don't need it that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all different. So I'm sure that's not a blanket statement I should be making. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's science. We're scientists. (laughs) Yeah. And we, yeah, it's like we were just smarter. And we were like, we're going to save that high sex drive for older age when everybody knows where to put everything. That's right. (laughs) There it is. Oh God! And yeah. men, you know, they they no delayed <laughs> gratification. They want it now, nope. and then they suffer. But then again, they also get to come like, oh God, <laughs> orgasm! Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh my God! You know, in the Whoa. science world, we don't like to use phrases like that. <laughs> they get to <laughs> orgasm. They get to achieve orgasm by literally so just sorry. like touching it a little. It's so that easy. I completely discredited you, Lacey. I'm so, <laughs> I'm sorry. so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being rejected by the entire science world as we speak. So wildly all inappropriate. Of my work. Come on. Wow. We've worked so hard. Jesus. Uh, for all, all women in science. <laughs> God. Oh, God. So... Back to this study where men got acne. Right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> forgot that's what we And we're... dropped out of the yes, study. Yes, yes, yes. Right. They had some pimples. Right. Uh, so they also, some of the other um, side effects were that they developed mood swings. Oh, no. <laughs> and in some cases, those mood, sa- mood swings got pretty bad where one man oh, God. Uh, developed severe depression and another tried to commit suicide. And I think because of the suicidal attempt, mm-hmm. that's why they cut the study short. Mm. And they were like, ah, can't do this. So that's kind of where we were at with that, at least in 2016. Um, so this is my favorite part of the story. Okay. Not to build it up. You're probably like on the edge of your I'm fucking seat. so excited. What does she have Tell for me. you today? Oh my um, God, can't wait. <laughs> so also in 2016... There was this German inventor uh-huh, uh-huh. named Clemens Bimmick, mm. and he had a really great idea for male birth control one day while watching a health advice program on television. Uh, he said it showed a segment about vasectomies, something I had never heard before. Okay. Uh, he had never heard before? He had never heard of a vasectomy before. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, sometimes the best ideas come from... A clean slate and mine yeah. that's not in it already you know yeah. okay i'm not against him yet yeah no, should he's... you maybe know what vasectomies were yeah. in 2016 yeah and it's like he's yeah, maybe in germany they they i don't know what their sex education's like but i feel like they're kind of with it i don't Couldn't know say. who the fuck knows but no one needs to know about the things that happen in this room between the two of us. That's right. I'm editing this whole... This podcast is going to be seven minutes long. <laughs> don't question me, uh, because I'm too proud, and I also don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answers. I just don't. So. Um, boop, boop, boop. This never happened. Oh, my God. Reset. Here we are. So he had never heard of vasectomies. It, okay. Um... Sure. So the questionable, but okay. Sure. 
fine. The first thing that came to his mind was why not just invent a valve instead of simply cutting it? So this meant he wanted to insert a literal switch, like a light switch, inside of the scrotum connected to the vas deferens. Okay. 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 Mm, So you just kind of decide when you want to. Just Close, like boop, boop. Yeah. You want to open it. Yeah. And just like, just it's like it. a click. Um, <laughs> it's bizarre to think about. It makes me feel a little weird. Um, but so he, <laughs> I also want you to keep in mind, this guy worked in construction at the time and was for sure not a doctor nor a surgeon, just mm. a guy with a big idea and a just trying to make it in the You're world. Right. You know, <laughs> living on a dream. He, and honestly he's trying i mean which is more than you hey, can say about true. a lot of people that's a good point like he had this thought he's yeah, like you know the dick switch this is what <laughs> Pat Fuck, that's good Thank oh you. man oh I, my god I, I think i'm done for the rest of the episode I'm, now i yeah, feel I like think i can, can stop you can go okay <laughs> you've done your job thank you <laughs> oh my god okay so i appreciate I appreciate that he's bringing this to the table. Mm-hmm. Now that I know he's a construction worker, I forgive the whole not knowing about a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, man. But he's just like, I don't get it. We have a tube. Let's close the tube. Yeah. Let's open and close the tube at will. Yeah. Um, so Like a dam. It pretty much. Semen. Honestly, yeah. It's... Oh, man. It's crazy. So... <laughs> Just a really, I mean, it's so interesting to have, like, this physical, non-hormonal thing that's just, like, a fucking switch in Mm -hmm. your body. Like, it feels really, we're gonna be robots. Um, One day. One day. One day we'll all, once we're dead and gone, and the Earth is only suitable for, you know, robots and (laughs) dick switches. (laughs) So when the vas deferens is cut, it is no longer connected to the seminal vesicle, which produces the ejaculatory fluid and also serves as the place where this fluid and sperm are mixed to produce semen. Um, sure. So when this device is implanted, the severed ends of the vas deferens are fitted into the valve um, and then held in place by a connector similar to... <laughs> Similar to the way a garden hose might fit into a spout. Okay. Um, Thank you for the... What a visual. Dumbed down (laughs) metaphor. I feel like I do understand it better. Uh, So switching the device on prevents the introduction of sperm into the ejaculatory fluid, effectively sterilizing the user. And then switching it off lets the sperm flow back into the fluid, once again producing semen. So Mm -hmm. you can just be like... I want to impregnate someone today. Bing, bing. And it's like... Bing, bing, boop. Boop, up. <laughs> it's like, clap on, clap off. Uh, Great. Style. If they, Switch. Um, eventually updated it to be <laughs> clap related. Although I do think there are sex sounds that could be confused as claps. Oh, yeah. And so that's a, a dangerous tricky. path to you go You can't now. go to a concert. Mm-mm. You can't go to any oh, type God. of <laughs> live show. Yeah. <laughs> It's just true. Your, it would, your dick would be so confused. 
It's like on, off, on, off, on, off. What's going on? Make up your mind. Um, oh my Every God. time, like, if he was like a speaker at a conference and people start clapping, he's like, stop. Oh my God. And he just grabs his junk, please, begging them to please stop. And that only do makes not him clap applaud. harder because they think he's just being humble. What a world to live in, you know? Oh my God. The future is here. It is now. Oh my God. Uh, so. So this guy okay. was this is a weird transition but he was a vegetarian. Uh he ruled so he ruled out animal testing from the get-go Good. for this product. Good for him. Opting instead to go straight to his own scrotum. <gasps> he did it. He done did, he did it. it. Wait, did he do it? He did he do it or oh, did no, no, no. he, he offer do his... it to himself? Okay. Oh, oh he, god, okay. Well... I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like a DIY kind of thing. <laughs> That feels wrong. That feels it's like dangerous. It's YouTube video <laughs> on Pinterest or something. Okay, so he just How offered his penis and gave his idea to some appropriate scientist, doctor type person. That's right. Okay. Um, so it, like, to get someone to do it was really difficult because he had to find someone to approve the surgery. Uh-huh. And then when he eventually did... Um, it was through his local hospital's ethics committee. So there was definitely a lot of back and forth there. Um, and then he said, there was no other option than testing it on myself. Isn't that something most inventors do? I was like, I mean, I... I don't think so. Fuck. No, I I think they're probably like, no, 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 no. We'll have people. Give me a cage full of ovulating females. (laughs) Um, I'm not testing this on me. Are you insane? What if it doesn't work? Can you imagine? What if it doesn't work? Um, what if I get acne? Oh my god! Oh, I can't shit. even talk about that. No, no, I can't no, even no. talk about that. No. That's just unacceptable. No, just no, no, not okay. Um, it's really inhuman. <laughs> um, <laughs> so fucking apparently this shit worked for him. That's amazing. Uh, and it's it's weird because like I couldn't find anything on this past 2016. So if anyone out there has the scoop on like the current status yes. of this thing. Do you know I him? I would Is he your love dad? to know. Was, could he have been your dad, but he yeah. couldn't because his, his <sighs> had it switched off. <laughs> he So it's it's so weird to see. So there's like a whole uh, website for this thing too. Oh and like they're still test. I think they're still testing it. And mm-hmm. I think what's happening is that they're having a hard time getting it approved mm-hmm. and like get funding for it. Yeah, I can see um, why. It sounds a little out there. Yeah. But if for it sure. works. Uh, there, there is a video on the website, which I'll have to post because it's like, I, I watched it and I was like, how is this? It looks like a parody. Like, it looks so, like, it, there's, like, the model of a, a penis mm-hmm. and then um, it shows, like, the person, like, literally switching, like, over the skin <gasps> pressing the switch <gasps> and it's like boop there you go and then and then my thought was like what if <clears throat> what if um like you're you just move in a weird way or like yeah, wouldn't it accidentally switch switch off back. but there's a safety uh like fucking button i guess that you have to press while you switch it oh, on or so off or everything like that. Yeah. But can you feel it? Weird, like, right? do you feel the switch? I Is know. that something they can feel? Oh, it's so weird to think of, like, a switch inside of your... Yes. Ah, I don't know. Yes, yes, I yes. I mean, I don't it's have weird. balls, but I can imagine it's 
a little sensitive um, from what, you know, you know, you see on yes. TV. You see you them, see, they're constantly complaining about it, you just know. Just screaming, Ooh, grabbing their balls. Just, just come on. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I would love for that to be a thing. Um, Interesting. Because uh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so that's the story of that. I see why this is your favorite part. That, yeah. I do feel this is now my favorite part also. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. It's what a guy. just imagining that. that, he did that. Like, he's like, what? And you got to see a picture of him. I don't have it. <laughs> but <laughs> so stop asking. But um, he just like seeing his face pop up after I was like halfway through this article and he's just sitting there smiling big and he's like, this is my life's work. I'm going <laughs> to... Switch off your dick. Yes. Um, Bravo, great. sir. Yeah, just really, really great. I should have looked up his other inventions before this to see if he has any kind of credibility. <laughs> I wonder. You <laughs> think he, he, he uh, was just like a daytime construction worker, nighttime inventor, and then finally one stuck? <laughs> yeah, know? maybe this was it. Maybe he got the approval he needed and yeah. uh, just is going for it. But... <laughs> so funny um and there is you can donate to this fund um on the website if you're interested in there moving you go. that forward um wow i think Be a it's part of it's it like guys Bimek. i think it's his last name like bimek.com b-i-m-e-k so check it out <laughs> um so this brings us to 2018 and a team at the University of Washington, um, alongside researchers at UCLA, um, built on the science of the past five decades to develop DMAU, which is a modified testosterone that's basically synthetic. Um, those There are some science things that I wish I could get more into, but it won't help me spill any tea because right. I don't get it. <laughs> so basically it would just confuse us both let's just not go down that path uh in simpler terms yes. dmau solves the problem of like testosterone's short half-life and mm-hmm. the clearance of the hormone from the body is slowed down without damaging the liver or kidneys as far as researchers can tell um so this was tested last year and this is one of the most recent stories, like you've probably already heard about the results, but here are like some numbers to put some things into perspective. Um, so they started with a hundred men between the ages of 18 and 50. They mm-hmm. were put into four groups and each group was assigned a different dosage. Um, so blood tests from the 83 men who completed the study showed that taking the highest DMAU dosage had hormones that theoretically meant they could no longer impregnate a woman. Uh, but this, but because the men's sperm count wasn't monitored, it's impossible to say if this is actually true. Hmm. So I don't really know what that means. But um, can you monitor sperm count? Like, is that right? a thing? I that's don't monitorable? I mean, I yeah, guess like you cause, just like, like count it because <laughs> just like you just get your microscope, you put the balls under it, and then you just Point start on. like one, two, three. Oh fuck! I lost one, two. <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess it is. No, it is because that was a stupid question. Because when people have problems with infertility, mm-hmm. um, oh, men can yeah. get tested to see like how, what how their sperm yeah, count is. So there, exactly. some way, there is a way to definitely 
see yeah. that figure yeah, out so, that information so i wonder why they chose not to if they were like mm, yeah well we could have done this one thing that's totally possible and it would have let us know but we did it so we actually can't say yeah like why well, wonder why like they chose something in there there's got to be a reason i mean interesting i'm not really sure but um but they did record the side effects um nine of the men uh or like roughly 11 percent reported a lower libido all of the men in the study gained weight as much as nine pounds over one month um like get which is like, get you know over it yeah right <laughs> hello and uh they all had a small decrease in the amount of amount of healthy cholesterol in their blood mm. um i don't know anything about that one don't no don't care for sure <laughs> probably should know more about I it i know i haven't had a blood test in a very long time ever ever um so another caveat with this study is that the participants only took the drug for a month so uh they couldn't they don't really know the longer term effects mm-hmm. of the hormone disrupting chemical that are still highly unpredictable. I'm not sure how much long-term testing was done for women's birth control because I feel like they're still only just connecting like breast cancer cases and things like that to the pill mm-hmm. like these days. So, I don't really know if there was ever effective long-term studies for us, but sure, let's do it for men. I also am don't know what I'm talking about, so I could be very wrong, and I'm just being a bitch. <laughs> that's our job. But that's what I'm here for. It's just I'm here a... to be wrong and be mean about it. Yeah. <laughs> and when you try to correct me, I just get angry. Yeah. And make you feel bad. Yeah. Like Shows a true you. man. <laughs> and I take no responsibility. So, uh, for the future of the pill... Um, they're going to tinker with the doses of the hormones to see if they can come up with safer levels. And they're also going to try different kinds of hormones and maybe administer them differently, like in a gel or an implant. And I'll get to that a little bit okay. later, but um, in like two seconds. But <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned. They could also target um, how a sperm works by making it not swim as well, making it worse at fertilizing the egg, which I think is a great, funny visual, and someone should make a cartoon. They're looking into... They're looking more into the longer term side effects of the male pill because, like, before sending it to market. Let's talk about the gel. <laughs> it's fucking gel. And <laughs> there's apparently a gel in the works that contains mm-hmm. a combination of testosterone and a progestin, progestin level uh, compound called nesterone. The progestin blocks a guy's natural testosterone production which reduces sperm production to extremely low or practically non-existent levels. Um, And then the testosterone in the gel makes sure he still has his normal sex drive and that other bodily functions that depend on testosterone continue as normal, too. I do feel like they are putting an awful lot of thought into keeping things from happening to men that they haven't totally put into the ladies' version. But okay... Let's yeah. make sure this is perfect before we... Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to be angered by scientific progress, but, like, here I am. But here I am, angry about but it. here I am, <laughs> being a little bit bitter. 
they're supposed to rub the gel on their back and shoulders every day. Oh, weird. Okay, I mm. thought for sure they put it on their dicks. Right? Is that weird of me? No, but it's I not weird because it it's like, like that's the that's the spot. Yeah, you think, but apparently it's for their back and shoulders. And oh. this article was like they might need help with that from a lady friend. But mm-hmm. the thing is, if a woman applies the gel for the man, there's some concern that the exposure to those Skin. hormones could have an effect Inside. on her. Yeah. yeah. It's I so mean, if it's bizarre. Like a, a, if it's absorbing into their skin, it's going to, I mean, I would yeah. assume it would absorb into skin right? on it's, other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like <sighs> so bizarre. Uh, so why, it, why does it need to be applied to the back and shoulders, I wonder? Like, why is yeah. there not a front place where the dude can put it on his own hands where it's fine you don't have to like you treat it like suntan lotion you know like you have to wash your hands immediately after really well or you'll have like fucking orange palms like i mean it's literally what the the doctor said this obgyn was like uh the best thing to do would to be you know vigorously wash your hands following the application (laughs) um very and like fucking basically men's birth control would just be them getting a goddamn massage every day. So I'm just <laughs> pissed about it. <laughs> oh no, I left my headphones <laughs> off. Oh no. Oh shit. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And okay. I'm just pissed. Uh, wow. Because like I have a fucking IUD and that shit hurt so bad going really? in. And like I'm just... I'm mad. Like now it's fine. Like after that, it's fine. But you know, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Get it pulled out because that's going to fucking suck. And that's fuck true. fuck you with your fucking and I don't, gel. And I've always been on the pill. I've never mm. had any other form of birth control. I've mm-hmm. been on the pill so long, though, that my doctor told me, like, we could, but it's going to, mm. like, you, you know how you have these, like, apparently very small ovaries and you have mm. like two to three day periods like that's gonna go away and i was like well oh, fuck yeah so like hey, hey, hey. it's so stressful. my body is so used to it that i like if i wanted to switch it would be it would be like a whole ordeal that's so scary but then also i am kind of scared of all the other things because yeah i like that i put a pill in my mouth every day and i know that i'm putting it's getting mm-hmm. in there it's going into yeah. my fucking system yeah yeah, I think my my issue with the pill was that I just kept forgetting to take it, and then mm-hmm. I would have all these like panic attacks, like fucking freaking out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm I'm pregnant, but I you know like wasn't, but like it was so scary. I had so many moments like that. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the I'm glad I was you know I wasn't on the pill long enough for it to affect me to get an IUD. Oh yeah, but, I mean it's definitely I mean, been like years and years, like probably yeah. a decade if not more that I've been oh taking my, god, my birth wow. control. Yeah. Pill, so. I mean, shit, it's, it, I mean, it's reliable. It's still really reliable. So I think, yeah, my, my thing was like, I need something that I don't need to think about. And I also, I was nervous about the whole, like, not getting your period thing. Yeah. Uh, but now I don't fucking care. <laughs> so I don't get it. Awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> like when you were talking about buying tampons, I'm like, damn, I don't miss that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um. So there's pros and cons. It was the most painful shit ever, though, getting it put in. It sucked so hard. But uh, <laughs> I remember, like, the day I got it put in, um, my dad was visiting. And, oh. like, we went to lunch after. And he knew I went to the doctor but didn't know what happened. And I was in so much pain. And I was like, Dad, I, I'm going to be real with you. I just got an IUD. And he's like, okay. <laughs> 
What a great anyway, what are you, So, uh, anyways, kind if, of sushi roll you get in there, buddy. If anybody <laughs> needs to get out of anything with their fathers, just keep that excuse in mind. I'm not saying go around lying about your IUDs or lack thereof, but you know, maybe do. Oh Use God. it to get out of stuff. Just be like, so good. Oh, I have this big meeting today, but like, I just got an IUD put in. Yeah, they're like, Robin, how many IUDs do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I just get them put in every week. Yeah, I just um, like to get fresh ones. You know, <laughs> love the feel of the fresh plastic or copper because oh, I don't God. know which one you use. I have the the plastic one. That's I don't know. Yeah, it's just it lasts like six years, five or six years, and then the copper one apparently lasts like ten years. Mm. But uh, I got the shorter lasting one for. The, for I was like, I don't know, maybe at that time I'll want to have kids, but now I'm like, I should have just gotten the copper one. <laughs> Is there one that lasts forever? <laughs> you can just put it and I never have to just do it again. never think about it, yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. I feel... Uh, I feel that my birth control is my crutch. It's like a thing that I'm just like, yeah. I'm comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's going to do. My periods are, mm-hmm. as much as I don't love having them... Because ugh, who wants that? Mm. I do feel that I've come to rely on the reassurance of it. Oh, yeah. That it would be hard to get used to. I mean, I'm sure it would be great once I did it. But making the making the step to get rid of it is hard. Yeah. Um, I definitely, like, I definitely missed that uh, reassurance. Like, the first month that I had mm-hmm. the IUD, like, I was so scared that I was pregnant and I went to Planned Parenthood. I was like, I need to get my period. And they were like, I mean, that's, we told you that was going to happen. And mm-hmm. I was like, but he, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just think I'm pregnant. And they were like, okay. <laughs> they were like, you're for sure not pregnant. <laughs> I mean, they were obviously very, they were wonderful They were much nicer it. than that. <laughs> oh yeah. But I think they were like, really? Oh, okay, sure. We'll do a pregnancy test. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> I do find it interesting that you went straight there instead of doing like a drugstore pregnancy. Yeah, because it was free at Planned Parenthood. So oh. I went there. there you go. But then once they like sat me down with like a, a counselor, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should. Because like now I'm making everybody worried. <laughs> but it was uh, it was kind of funny because I ended up that counselor that I sat down with. I mentioned. I watch dogs, and she was like, "Can you watch my dogs?" And I became a dog sitter for her. Wow. So. Just the it stars just, aligned. Well, <laughs> She's like, is this a conflict of interest? I'm like, gonna... who cares? <laughs> you never know where life's going to lead you. Yeah. Amazing. She was great. Her dogs were great, too. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so that's that's all I got for okay. you. Okay. That's it. I love it. It's over. It's, it's interesting. Over. It's good to know. I mean, as little as I knew about male birth control, basically, I just knew we tried. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. We, it still doesn't work. It's still not... It's still a testing. Yes. That's pretty much my extent of the knowledge. Right. It's interesting to hear some of the things that are keeping them from progressing, mm-hmm. like things that we just have to deal with apparently, mm-hmm. and no one cares that we gain weight or lose libido <laughs> or get acne, but whatever. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. No one cares. Okay. Oh, it's fun. So, do you, do you want to do the... the oh. I got chills. Wow. You're just, you're such a beautiful singing voice. I take, I take it a step further every time. And you really got to show my. Your range. My range. Your vocal range. My, yeah. 
Um, comedic rage. It's like the, <laughs> oh, God. the coming together of just a beautiful voice and love stories mm. that are this immaculate. is mm-hmm. It's always a special moment for me. That's good. So, um, mine first. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> yes, go. Kay. Do it's it. It's entitled. Oh, boy. This naked 30-something with a few good teeth. Mm. <clears throat> it was a magical experience if I've ever had one. Walking up and down the back alleys looking for something, anything to make me feel alive. And I noticed some old, thrown out adult DVD covers in the dumpster of a local store. <sighs> I couldn't believe my luck, but knew that with the clothes on my back being the only possessions in the world that I couldn't risk, oh, that I, in the world that I couldn't risk soiling them. Honestly, didn't really read this all the way, so I hope it's not really depressing. <laughs> I feel like it's like a little sad already, but oh, let's man. just see what happens. Um, I removed my exterior garments and jumped into the metal bin to begin digging for treasures of a masturbatory nature. That's when I stood up and saw I stood up and saw you there holding your trash bags. It was obvious that you weren't expecting me as you took out the daily trash from your work. You were standing there, looking perplexed yet intrigued, and there I was, wearing nothing but sneakers, standing in your dumpster while holding placards of the of all the dirtiest new adult DVD releases. Whoa. Oh, it was a sight to behold. You're, oh, shit, I made my screen go away. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Back to it. I'm sorry. I took you out of that um, moment. You're in a dumpster. I'm back. I'm back. There's Here a naked are. man. Thank I'm you. assuming he's a man. Didn't say. Yeah. Your eyes met mine, and there was an awkward silence before you turned and walked the other way. I'm sure you felt the same thing I did. You were the porn store employee wearing the yellow shirt. I believe you are the manager. I was, of course, the naked 30-something with a few good teeth. Please respond. ASAP. Oh, Oh, it's a man for man. So both men. Good to know. Good to know. Wow. There we go. It was written at the end. It was signed. Yeah. Naked dumpster diver. Man for man. That's a, what a moment they shared. That is a beautiful moment mm-hmm. that they did share. <laughs> yeah, um, so misconnection. That That's good. what I had. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to offer today. <laughs> um, I also have something to offer of the misconnection variety. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a Tinder date two years ago and you bit me. Oh, okay. That is the title. Mm. Amanda. I drove 45 minutes while it was snowing uh, to see you for our Tinder date. You were a complete weirdo, but also nice enough that I figured you'd, I would go through with the date. Uh, and your house is really cool, too. <laughs> Always important. Very important. I feel like I've lived that. You're fucking weird, but <laughs> cool house. Yeah. Looks like your house is cool. Um, I sold you reefer. You said you would PayPal me. I even saw you type in my info. Uh, then while we were mid-conversation, you fucking bit me. Not in a sexy way, just fucking, quote, roar, spelled uh, R-A-W-R, ah. which is just, with the the XD yeah. face, oh okay. my god, yeah, awful. Don't totally feel bad about just it Just fucking anymore. roar bit me mm. on the arm while mm. I was talking. I knew it was time to bail, so I texted my friend telling him uh, to fake having a flat tire on the side of the highway so uh-huh. I'd have an excuse to leave. Uh, you never PayPal'd me, Amanda. You blocked my number, Amanda. You owe me $80 for disco spinach, Amanda. All I know about you is your address. So sometimes when spam mail things ask me, uh, to fill something out, I put your address down, hoping your mailbox gets flooded with bullshit. 
Wow. Okay. I mean, of all the ways to take revenge, like, that's, that's a really fair. good one. That seems like a fair way that's not creepy and doesn't overstep boundaries. It's true. Yeah. I think if that's the only information you have on a person, I think I would, that's a good way to move forward instead of, you know, like, stalking them stalking, and being killing, crazy. Yes. Et cetera. Yes, yes. I agree. <laughs> Just a bunch of junk mail. Um, if this sounds like you, reach out to me and we can settle this. <laughs> <laughs> why would she reach out to you after i actually <laughs> kind of think that amanda is a genius and not weird yeah. at all i think well, yeah. she knew exactly what she was doing she yeah. was like you're a fucking tender creep drive to my house yeah. give me free weed i'm yeah. gonna scare you away and then i'm gonna block you on everything and never pay you <laughs> i think she was i think she knew 2019 exactly mood. <laughs> what she was doing I won't apologize for sending spam mail to your house. And then that's the end of it. But uh, no, I do think you're right. Because um, I can see, I, like, they both seem like, well, also the biting. Yeah. What's that? I think Amanda? that's that was a part of it. She Maybe was like, I need him. Defense. I need to scare him enough that he leaves mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And what better way than to bite someone? In the middle of a normal conversation. Yeah. Lean over. Fucking raw bite. Top down. Raw bite. And like who's going to stick dinosaur. around after that? No one in their right mind is going <laughs> to stick around after that. $80 worth of weed is no yeah. joke. I mean, That's I, a good amount. To be fair, <laughs> what kind of dummy are you to give it to her before she PayPal's you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're just a bad businessman. You know? Yeah. You trade Oof. cash for goods, mm-hmm. but always... Get at the money. same time, you don't. There's no I IOUs in good business, sir. You don't know Amanda. You don't know. You, you just you showed just up to her cool house. You drove to her house as a stranger yeah. and yeah. gave her your weed. Ooh. Yeah, Joke's sounds on you. like you're the one that deserves the junk mail, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so I think that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for listening. Wrapping it up. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have we'll a see great you next time. Yep. <laughs> Have a great bye. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Whatever. You can find us on the internet at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Frisky History. Um, you can also listen on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google maybe has one. Anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, you can direct your questions, concerns, feedback, and weird sex stories to our email at friskyhistory at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, so, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>